and welcome to another episode of the Plus 63 HP podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me is my bestest best friend in the entire world, Chabax. How are you doing? Exhausted from all the vacation. Sometimes we need a vacation from a vacation. vacation. Amen. Yeah, and that's where we've been. That's why we uh, missed uh, uh, missed uh, an episode a week, uh, giving you uh, quality reviews of shows and movies that we've been watching. If this is your first time on the channel, welcome. Thank you very much for the view. The Plus 6.3 HP stable of podcasts includes this particular reviews show that drops all Mondays and Tuesdays. We review Deep Dive. Uh, into a movie or a show and provide you our opinions, uh, our ratings, so that you might be uh, encouraged uh, to watch or not watch these particular movies or shows. Uh, on Wednesdays, we drop our first D&D campaign that we recorded for your viewing pleasure, our very first campaign. We never did it in high school. We never did it before. We're having a great time now. Uh, those episodes drop every Wednesday. On Thursdays, we have a curated list of Trailers, short videos, clips, featurettes uh, about the upcoming content that will be dropping in the next few months slash years. We watch it. We react to it. We, re- we give our plus or minus ratings about it. Uh, and then uh, hopefully those things will in, uh, inform you about things that you might want to be hyped on in the next couple of weeks or months. On Fridays, we have another D&D show. Chabox and RJ has a second yes. campaign running where they are the bad guys. So those episodes drop on a Friday. So from Mondays through Fridays, or most Mondays through Fridays, you'll have new content to enjoy and uh, interact with us. Uh, if you haven't yet, please go to youtube.com slash plus 63HP. Hit that notification icon. Hit that subscribe button so you know when. Our new videos will be dropping. It helps us with algorithms and helps us grow this community of like-minded individuals that likes good content. Uh, If you want to interact with us more, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the handle at plus63hp. We love interacting with you guys. Feel free to follow us in your social platform of choice. And if you don't want to see our faces and you just want to listen to us while you're working or doing your chores, uh, we are also available in all the major podcasting apps. Uh, We prefer Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. But if you are doing Pandora or whatnot, we'll be there too. Um, Next week, uh, we will be discussing in the review show the second half of uh, this wonderful Star Wars Disney Plus series and or. But before then, this week... We have a fun little new show that dropped on Netflix this past October called The Midnight Club. Uh, Before we go into our thoughts, our uh, deep dive into the first half of The Midnight Club, because it does have 10 episodes, uh, friendly neighborhood spoiler warning, because we are a review show, Uh, we will be discussing some plot points of the show. So if you haven't yet, uh, feel free to pause on the uh, the, this uh, episode, watch the first five episodes. That's what we'll be discussing in this particular episode and come back. And then let's discuss a little bit more. All right. Friendly neighborhood warning done. Yes, Uh, sir. 
now let's uh oh before we take we'll turn it over for the synopsis of the first five episodes Trubox. just in general you know we've seen the first half of this 10 episode series uh each episode is around 49 to 58 minutes long uh it is of the mystery thriller variety a little bit of horror in there uh mostly teeny because it surrounds the characters that are mostly on the teenage uh, uh demographic what are your initial thoughts of the midnight club in general i'm liking it it's a um it came out a little slow maybe but um it took t- its time to establish the characters i didn't like everybody at first but then you know, mm-hmm. learning about them slowly, and you know everybody's quirks. And you know, I mean, they are dying, so they're mm-hmm. they're damaged people. You know, they have their own issues and uh, whatnot. So yeah, I'm liking. It. I want to see where it goes, though. Yeah, yeah. Same with me. Like uh, you, you hit it. You hit the nail on the head. The first, maybe yeah, the first, maybe second episode too. Uh, fairly slow. But in general, we are, you know, we are big fans of the Mike Flanagan universe. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. All the things that he has done has a certain aesthetic. Like he has this kind of, you know, I think it's the cut or the editing quality that makes, you know, not so scary stuff a little bit more suspenseful, kind of engaging, but not too much, not campy. Um, I mean, the the look of, uh, the sets, the actors and actresses, um, the ghosts, the monsters. They're they they again. There's a high quality that you kind of like see in it that you know makes you engage. But of course, it's you know it's ten episodes. It's not going. It's it is a kind of a sometimes a slow burn. Like not every episode will hit depending on your taste. Um, yeah, but I, you know, I, I, I luckily had a little bit of time. Like when we planned this out, um, I was just going into my heavy week at work, so I was able to, like, plan out like I have to finish this in a couple of days, and I did because like I was really, really engaged with everyone's stories. It was super fun. It looked great. Acting was great, and uh, we'll have a few stats here too that will be fun. Um, but with that, right. Non-spoilery initial reactions done. We're just gonna go through the quick synopsis of the first half of the series, and then we'll we'll close it out on our thoughts and where we'd, we'd like this particular series to run into, uh, to go to. Jabax, take it away. So uh, we'll try to yeah, do this very quick. Um, so we start in the mid '90s with a teenager named Ilonka. So some of this is helped by Wikipedia. Um, mm-hmm. she finds out that she has terminal thyroid cancer. Following uh, she following visions she's been having, um, and the the like uh, normal health healthcare has uh, wasn't working. She finds um this hospice care for teenagers called Bright Brightcliff Hospice Care, and I, I think she had mm-hmm. the vision also of it right, even before she found it. And uh, basically, there she meets a, a group of teenagers like herself who are all dying, different, different illnesses and diseases. And where she finds out that the real reason that she goes here is because she found out that there's a uh, 
there was a teenager named Julia Jane who was supposedly cured of thyroid cancer that she had. Mm-hmm. So from there, she's trying to... So basically, yeah, the overall arc for the first five Miraculously episodes, cured. What was that? Miraculously, Miraculously cured. cured. Yeah. So basically, the first five episodes is her uh, trying to figure, figure out the mystery of Julia Jane and Brightcliff Hospice and how to cure herself or how did Julia Jane cure herself so that she can copy it. So, and in and each episode, basically they have like the alone in the dark style stuff of where mm-hmm. every midnight mm-hmm. the teenagers sneak out into I think it's like the fire the living room or like I don't know what they call that. I think it was a library, right? And oh yeah, yeah, the library. And then they tell each other ghost stories. And so the first one was what's his name? Uh, I I'm so confused with the names. Um, uh, the uh, first one was Spencer, uh, uh, I think. Spencer, yeah, Spencer, the one with okay, we don't know what we have. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which episode, but we don't know what. Spencer yeah, he, he was. He was the one with the. Uh, so he, he tells his ghost story, and then. Uh, Ilonka also tells her story about uh, a fictional, semi-fictionalized story about Julia Jane. That you know, in the end, we we. we, we admits that it's kind of real and uh-huh. she she's kind of getting to a liking with a, a, a another uh patient named kevin and then kevin. we go to two uh, episode two the two danas where it's anya well um, before we get to episode two um episode one of the midnight club actually has the most the, the record for the most jump scares in one oh, really uh, in in one movie slash TV show, which is kind of great, it has uh, a total of twenty three jump scares in that part. Just in that particular episode, it's also that was a fun thing when when the Midnight Club came out. Everybody was hyped about it because it was a Mike Flanagan joint, and uh, that was one of the things that they promoted the most because uh, uh, that um, the story that uh, what's its name again, um, uh, the story Spencer. that. Spencer was uh uh saying or, or telling was about this uh like in in a cul-de-sac where everybody was looking at him and then this lady is like you know screaming at him from afar very, very from nearby just kept yeah very you know so it's one of the 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 cool things that you know it could have been really really bad having that many jump scares but it was uniquely done but it was um, also like yep. meta in the sense that like poking fun of the the genre as well yes it yeah. totally it it totally did and you know the good thing it's like yeah they, they, it's kind of breaking the fourth wall but not because they're telling a story right and and then sometimes the audience will interject and then asks like why did this thing happen there? Because, you know, they, they have a real audience and sometimes they amend the story mid-flight, but it's kind of cute. I did like the, like the the aged up version of Are You Afraid of the Dark with a bunch of kids selling each mm-hmm. other ghost stories. And so like, even first, uh, even I here was... in the first episode, like... Go, go. No, it was like, yeah, in this first episode, I was just like, man, they all, wait, they all made these stories up in their brain? That's 
very impressive for all of them. It's like they have great delivery and they're engaged. Cool. Well, actually, that that's what also uh, that that hit me in the opposite way. Like, I was like, at first, I was like a little disapp not disappointed. Like, I guess I was disappointed in like I was expecting these like uh, really uh, you know here uh, hunting of Hill House type of horror stories, but they made it you know more campy, more kids. But then as soon mm -hmm. as you watch it, you, you realize like I love it because. Uh, the, the stories are like these are not writers you know they're just coming up on it on the fly so you can see that in 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 what they're telling not only visually but as you said they're cutting in and it's a little more funnier and also it's fun to to analyze later how how the story what parts of the story are from their lives you know because it's not very very obvious at the start so anyway, so that's those... that's the that's the favorite part of I mean the first episode you won't be able to get it because all right they're telling ghost stories but as the episodes go along even the genre of the ghost stories changes and there's reasons why and again you're right there's there's uh, inspiration from their previous life there's experience where the current situation and then the story so the, different the more that we well. get to know the people yeah the, the more like oh that's the reason why they like that particular story that's the reason why that story is the other thing but please go ahead so next episode two is the two danas so uh yeah elonka still trying to investigate julia's story uh the we find out that uh bright clit the 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 building that they have was a uh, home to a previous cult named the Paragon, Paragon. and there's something fishy with the doctor who's in charge of Brightcliff, claiming ignorance on both Julia and Brightcliff and the Paragon. But she does meet another suspicious character in the woods named Shasta, and then Anya goes on and uh oh. Anya's starting to see some visions as well, shadows with red eyes. And she tells the story of two Danas about like uh, a girl who makes a deal with the devil to split herself into two that just goes Man, belly up. Experience both. Yeah, I so, mean, like, that's obvious. Uh, Anya, also the, the bitchiest along the crew. Yeah. <laughs> like the, and then, very uh, bitchy. Very bitchy. Yeah. Sorry, Ilonka has a vision where she's like in a past, like an old film, like a black and white film, but she's normal. And then she, she's seeing an old a vision of a ghostly old woman who's not attacking her innocent, but just really scary. Here we go to episode three, The Wicked Heart. This is where Ilonka studying uh, Julia's case file that they found in the last episode. When they, we get the symbol of the hourglass and the number 292.13. So she tells Kevin about the vicious whisper and visions and the whispers that she's hearing and about the file. And uh, one of the patients that doesn't, didn't really have a lot of time, but Tristan dies. And then, uh, so the, another of the kid teenagers, Natsuki, is also starting to see or hear Tristan in her room even though after she, he, Tristan died so mm -hmm. they're all seeing some things and then 
uh, we get to Kevin who c tells a serial killer story uh, that I don't know yet how much it applies to him, but it's fucked up. And then, uh, so okay, so they this is where they find the secret floor uh, with the hourglass in the elevator. They find a button, so they're able to go beneath the basement into the supposedly cult area. That's where we would be go with very, uh, very um, uh, what do you call this? Very serendipitous and lucky that they were able to figure out the. There was a button that was pretty clear, but they weren't able to figure out the code to open it. So being able to like press certain but, things, yeah. like, that's very video gamey. And then that leads us to episode four: "Give Me a Kiss," where Elonka and Kevin bring the club to the secret floor. Uh, they find records of the original Midnight Club founded by Julia in '69, as well as evidence of the cultist. Um, she sees Shasta again in the forest, and uh, we have a tiff with Sandra. Who, so at the first few episodes, I was like uh, annoyed with Anya and uh, and Sandra, the religious girl, most. Mm -hmm. But then you know they they turn it around. So like in this episode, yeah. She became the most annoying, but by the, I think when is it in this episode? Yeah, in this episode, after her story, you know, she apologizes, and you know, we see her that yeah, she's she's cool too. Yeah. So and that's this is where I think that this episode for this is where the you know, the good thing about the 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 story, the telling of the story towards the end of the episode, right? You know, they use the story to tell a story. They use to totally the stories to tell the story of themselves, but it's also a vehicle to kind of like converse with, mm -hmm. with the people within the group as well. So if we can't, I if I can't tell you I love you or I am sorry or I can't tell you why I'm this way, and we're not um enjoying each other's company, we're not understanding. Like Anya is the bitchiest person, super the most cynical person, and then. Uh, uh, I forget the name of the the super religious rich Sandra. kid. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Sandra. Uh, she's uh, she's you know super religious, and she's like, you know, she has that's her point of view. They the story becomes a way for them to kind of like understand each other, which was like, all right, this is it's pretty cool. Like, uh, you know, the first few Midnight Club stories, just talking was just all right, scary stuff telling you about my fears uh, through other stories. Now we're, we're using it as a force different, for, yeah, different, for making community. Yeah. Different modules though. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she tells a, a detective story, noir story. So we get like a black and white style. Um, that was pretty fun too. And then Kevin goes to his girlfriend's senior prom and then Elonka realizes uh, that the 292.13 is the duodecimal system for the library. And he finds the book. Uh, it was the diary of... Uh, no, it was just the mm -hmm. diary of uh, the, the daughter of the cultist. I, I forgot her name. An no, mm -hmm. Anyways, the ending, uh, Anya sees the shadow and collapses. And start at episode five. We'll see you later. Um, Ilonka gives Anya CPR and revives her, not knowing that she has a DNR. But then uh, mm -hmm. 
She finds the book by Athena, the survivor of Paragon. She's a daughter of the head of the Paragon cult, where they reveal that uh, the, her mom, having lost uh, the the husband and the cha and the son, she goes into like uh, her uh, alternative medicine, but goes crazy and just heads into cultish beliefs and practices. So. Uh, Athena escapes with the the children and calls the police and they find the cultist dead and Athena saying that it was an accident but uh, the Athena thinks oh no the mom saying that it was an accident but Athena knows that the mom did it premeditated or like it was a mm -hmm. blood sacrifice or something and then uh, so Ilonka thinks that uh Julia read Athena's diary and found the cure. And you think Julia Jane is Shasta? Well, we have to find out. Oh shit! You've seen it already. So, and then, <laughs> uh, uh, and then she keeps seeing visions of this old woman that keeps leading her to Kevin. Right? I think the second time also. Uh, and then we get we go back to Midnight Club and. Uh, Spencer tells them of a vision also that so Ilonka admits that she's been seeing this vision. So some of them are coming out with their, their own uh, uh, experiences. And then Amesh tells a story, which is my favorite so far. The the Rahul Kohli story. Of uh, the uh, it's the like the mini sci-fi episode. With, which, yeah, they really which, like which had a happy ending, in a sense. So she didn't get the Kind of happy ending, yeah. And we get Anya uh, confessing to Ilonka that she's scared of the shadow, and then it, uh, which makes Ilonka more determined to find a cure. And that's episode five. And I want to watch more. Yeah, so that is, uh, again, the first half of the Midnight Club. Again, this is where uh, the, the first, uh, maybe the first episode is setting it up the, the setting up the entire series a little bit more um less in depth a lot of exposition um but every episode we get into again like we mentioned the the through line of uh, Ilonka figuring out what's happening with Brightcliff what's happening with the surrounding areas of Brightcliff finding more and more evidence of the catalog evidence of what had happened there before in terms of the miracles and the weirdness that had happened whether they are um are related or not uh, every episode just provides slightly more depth while we get deeper and more complicated conversations about the midnight club themselves so that's kind of cool there's like two layers of kind of uh discovery discovery of the 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 kids like the 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 dying kids how they're tackling their imminent death how they're tackling their different types of diseases because some mm -hmm. some diseases act them differently than the others um you know it's kind of a a nice mid-ground of something that is super scary but actually not 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 as scary despite that they still had the record for most jump scares in one episode um yeah it's like so uh what are your last uh thoughts uh and how would you rate the first half of the midnight club uh 
but yeah i'm excited to see where this goes um i'm liking it i'm liking the kids uh took me a while to get their names but uh yeah spence amesh uh kevin uh i still think kevin's a little sus but we'll see where it goes yeah. uh for my rating uh i was up and down with this or down and then up i'll go with an eight for now solid eight yeah i will go with an eight as well same same reason like it started really slow um the first episode maybe the and the second episode too uh the tale of two danas it's like uh I think uh, having a non-likable character such as Anya kind of drive that episode early, uh, kind of like deterred from like me jumping into it really like mm-hmm. feet first. But the more we knew about the different types of stories, the more I realized that you know it's not just Ilonka. Like I f- I thought that there was going to be like one or two main characters, and there's going to be three or four that are just going to be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more episodes that I saw, there was like, oh, like even um, the rich kid and even the religious kid, even the the Asian guy. So I you see the distinct is like I forget the names, but like, even the Asian guy had the reasons why they were uh, a little bit slow to um, get introduced and interpret the, the or uh, run their stories. Like even the versions of stories, having uh, Kevin doing his. Uh, uh, he doesn't do uh one story per session. He does this serialized long story that everybody hates because he always says like you're just gonna have to live another week. Uh, to realize so it's, uh, that's super cool as well. So I really enjoy it. Uh, again, um, I flew through this in like maybe Very maybe fast. three days because I I was I did watch this leading into um uh uh halloween and all that so the hype around it was i kind i kind of got caught the hype i was impressed with the kids i was impressed with the look luckily we didn't have a lot of like we um lord of the rings just ended so i was mm-hmm. like i had a slot super free so really enjoying this so i'm looking forward to us discussing the second half and closing this out cool with that that is a quick review of the first half of the Midnight Club. We're currently standing at eight. So that's something that uh, is excellent. Oh, so something that's great. great. So like, you know, if, if you, so it's a, it's a great show. Um, I know we are just finished with the Halloween scary season, but this is something that you might want to like pick up next year or if you guys have a, a, a weekend with a date that you want to like cut a little bit more <laughs> there you go this is a it's a fun series to watch uh so with that uh please join us next week we will be discussing the second half of andor episode six through nine another amazing amazing show i am totally digging that um uh, we'll also have the second half of the midnight club we have plenty of other shows please don't forget we have our dnd shows are wednesday our react shows on thursdays uh and we have um you know movie and series of the week during mondays and tuesdays so f- please uh, subscribe to our channel youtube.com slash plus six three hp listen to us and on your podcasting app of choice and follow us on twitter instagram and twitter uh, and uh facebook our handle there will be plus six three hp Box final goodbyes, yeah. Um, I can't wait to finish it so that we can discuss it. Uh, so we're doing uh, Andor and Midnight Club next week, right? Yeah, okay, let's sure. Yeah, I want to finish it so.
All right. On behalf of all the other boys in the plus six three HP crew, I am Jong, and thank you for watching. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.